I hope you're ready on deck because it's a brand new episode of the On Deck TV podcast. The originators of the podcast bracket, different variations of it, we're here. And we got a brand new one for you this year just in time for March Madness. We'll explain once we get to the show, but that's what it's about. We're selecting the teams to be in the bracket. Also, go to realvillemedia.com and check out everything on the site. Everything includes all your favorite shows presented by Realville Media. Absolutely, man. Your favorite shows include Full Sport Press Podcast with the homies Big Jeff, Jay Hove, and How Easy. They're going over the NFL free agents, man. To get your sports fix, check them out every Monday. Shout out to my Packers making moves. Also, Fresh for Dummies podcast, uh, me and the homie Jay Hove. That new episode will be coming up soon. What to rock this spring, man. We're giving you a guide on what to slide on when you're hitting these uh, spring day parties and shit. All right, don't be out here looking stupid. We're going to take care of you. And, of course, shout out to the Ladies Room podcast, Anne-Marie Rizzo up in New York holding us down. But in the meantime, in between time, let's get to this rap shit. Do what the business is. Brand new week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how does your boy Animal Brown, the Husky Vegan, aka Veggie Jackson? I brought Veggie it back from the OG. Jackson is back. Absolutely. All right. I see you had the cauliflower bites going this weekend, didn't you? And they were straight though. Mm. <laughs> Niggas kill me. If I hadn't had chicken in like a year, I can see that. Yes, you know, I could go with that. But six months. Go go without wings for six months and then try them buffalo cauliflower wings. You'll be like, damn, this shit fires a motherfucker. I'm not going without wings for six months. They're not that all. good. I'm be real. <laughs> uh, what you have on deck for the weekend, man? Other than eating all my cauliflower wings, uh, up? had a piece of a one, <laughs> and and paused that actually. Everybody at the table had some. We weren't sharing cauliflower wings. <laughs> Uh, shout out J Hove and Big Jeff, man. Up here holding it down. We was knocking the mash up out. Y'all yep. got that coming pretty soon. Yep. Um, other than that, man, got my workout on this weekend. Staying on my track with that. Okay. All right. P, you doing the P ninety day challenge? I don't know, but it's gonna be trouble for somebody when this little game happen. That's all I know. <laughs> all I ain't saying no names or making no guarantees. I just know it's gonna be trouble for somebody. That's all That's I gotta say about that. And acceptable What you have up this weekend Yeah man Kick it Shout out to J-Hope Shout out to Big Jeff Like you said uh, We got a mashup Dropping pretty soon man Just keep yep. your feeds uh, Refreshed I heard the people Been waiting for it Absolutely Also I watched that OJ man The, the, the lost con- interview The confessional That's crazy I've ever seen <laughs> I ain't, but That's top three Crazy <laughs> I've ever seen dog. Somebody yeah. need to do A case study on his brain When I, he died I'm ready to get OJ Out of here To be honest It's I'm, No I'm it's done. fascinating bro it is. It is. Because yeah. of how he talked, like he's so cocky. He think he's still on the field. He think he still think he's the best player in the field. That's crazy. And like the way he, he like, man, I can sit up here and do this interview, admit to this shit, and won't nobody do shit. And won't oh, nobody yes. say shit. And won't nobody think that I'm lying. Sociopathic. Very sociopathic. Oh, that's what that is. Yes, he's a sociopath. It's something, bro. That shit is it's wild, though. 100%. Fascinating. Um, what else you watch? Nothing? Oh, uh, no I movies, finished. No new shit. I seen. Um, what you watch? What's the Denzel movie that you said, wait till it come on DVD, and I waited? Equalizer. 
Oh, no, no. no. Roman J. Esquire. Yeah, Roman J. Esquire. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Ending was some slog. It was. That's a fact. But it was cool. He bodied it, though. I mean, Denzel did Denzel. He going to do Denzel shit every time he signs up for it. So He carried it. He it definitely was, did. He definitely It's worth it. watching it. You know, it's like you just yeah, did. It's a cool little movie. Yeah. Like you said. Um, other than that, man, R.I.P. to Craig Mack. Absolutely, man. 46? Comes a brand new flavor in you. They said that. Damn. It, his heart. Had the equivalent I read this somewhere I don't know how true it is But it okay. was, his heart was the equivalent Of being chased by a bear The stress levels Of being chased by a bear Every day How? That's how stressed out I, I don't know I don't know what Craig Mack had going on They were trying to compare the study Like to the stress levels That black men wake up and face Every day I ain't, no, I ain't that stressed I ain't stressed out like not, I ain't running like from a bear every day it's, Move it's to the out here. Yeah you won't be stressed like it's that It's rough out here But it ain't running from a bear Every day rough out here Nah Not for me well, he was in I'm Walterboro, West. South Carolina, so maybe. And he, he he committed his life to God. You remember we seen on the Bad Boy reunion tour, he wouldn't come. He wouldn't do it, yeah. He dropped a single. There was a, a gospel rap yeah. in the last two, two, three years. He just finished his album, too. The gospel album? I didn't know it was a gospel album. I just know he finished his album. Yeah, it was gospel rap. He wasn't in none of the, the, the shits no more. He ain't with oh, the okay. shits at all. So. I was, damn, uh, Craig Mack? Yeah, that's rough. 46, man, your heart... Pumping like that, you gotta hit, hit the blunt or something. Yeah, relax. Rough. I don't know what that was. Jesus. Man. Uh, but now nah, recipes, Craig Mac. Though Rest I know Puff Craig Mac, man, legend out here with the brand new flavor in your ear. Yeah, man, it's a classic single for sure. I've read somewhere also that that was the most important single in hip hop history. I wonder why. Launching Puff's career. Mm. Like, like AC, I remember Puff saying that they was riding around with the Jeep with no doors. Yep. And the Big Mac thing, they was handing out the, the That was big, brilliant, by the uh, way. The Big Mac? The Big Mac promo was brilliant. Yeah, the Big Mac box with the Big and the Craig Mac yeah, in there? That was cold. Man. That's, that's next level shit. That's why Puff Daddy were damn near a billion 20 years later. That's a fact. But, uh, yeah, that was fly, though. Um, rest in peace, Craig Mac, man. Condolences to family, friends, and fans. Um, let's move on to another creative marketing campaign. Uh, your man, Vince Staples. Coming from the West Coast, man, he had been getting some flack about his recent shows, right? So he took to GoFundMe and put a video up for people that want him to shut up. Let's hear it. First and foremost, I hope you're having a great day. I really do. Second, we've got a lot of complaints about our recent show performances, energy on stage, um, production choice. I think one person said it sounds like we're rapping on robot video game beats. We would like to apologize for that. Secondary, well, this is third area, I guess. We would like to give you an alternative. On GoFundMe.com, you could decide to donate to the cause of $2 million, which will allow me to shut the fuck up forever, and you will never hear from me again. No songs, no interviews, no anything. If not, you can choose to let me do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. Get off of my dick or fund my lifestyle. The choice is yours. Either way, we appreciate you. All right, you heard Mr. Staples. People complaining about his beats sounding like video game beats. Okay, give me $2 million and I'll go away forever. Uh, what do you think about this marketing campaign? I like Vince Staples, man. He's brilliant, actually. I think this is a great idea. And if I can context it, I think you're looking at the next Joe Buttons. Mm. Joe Button. In and, what way? And, and, and I would say that in the sense of Vince Staples is not uh, an untalented guy. He's talented. He makes okay music if you're into that type of genre. But... I think that he has a lot more to say and is a lot more beneficial and entertaining outside of the booth and away from the mic. Mm. 
And I don't away know, from the recording mic. Yeah, away from the recording <laughs> mic, right? But like when you have him in interviews and you reading interviews and stuff about him and just seeing him randomly, like he's a funny dude. Absolutely. He's probably one of the best personalities up and down in hip hop. I'm not gonna lie. If I had two million dollars, I would give it to him to stop rapping. Don't stop, man. He can rap though. I ain't saying he can't rap. I think that there's a brighter future out there for a young guy like him though. Other than rapping, and I ain't saying like he's never gonna be a chance the rapper. He's never gonna be like a major superstar in rapping. Can we agree mm. upon that? I, I can, yeah, I can. Uh, his sound so, ain't, ain't that. If I think that he has a better opportunity to be a superstar, if he's just like a talent as opposed to just an artist, yeah, like go do acting. He might do Saturday Night Live. He might go do a a, a talk show. He might do some or media something. shit. He'd do so, some media stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, he could have did everyday struggle, right? And I think it would have brought a younger crowd in. Like he would have been somebody that could challenge act, but also relate to him and understand where he's coming from with that generation. I feel like that he got a good, like even with this plan right here, ain't nobody thinking of this. Nah, and that's cold. He, he's addressing. All the gripes that people have with him and saying, "I right, put up or shut up." Yep, uh, I think the idea was brilliant. Um, a little bit of trolling involved. I don't think a he thinks that he, it will get to two million. B even if it did, I don't think he would really quit. Um, he claimed that the money would be for to buy a Honda, move to Palmdale, buy a puppy, and a year supply of soup for the homies lockdown. <laughs> Um, as of right now, as we're recording, it is at two thousand and seventeen dollars. <laughs> After from about a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty people, ain't no wrong. Though. Somebody donated four hundred twenty dollars. I thought that was Be pretty serious funny. about it. <laughs> I thought that Who was has four hundred and twenty dollars to waste on this? Dude? <laughs> That's crazy. Would he really quit though? Let's say it hit two million. Well, here's the question to ask: Is two million dollars enough to live off of forever? He can flip that. He should be able to flip that. And you know what? He talks about his manager all the time and how his manager has him invest him and put him up on game and shit. Mm-hmm. So he, he talks about that all the time. So he'd be in good hands. Them two million would be in good hands. So would just Vince Staples be in good hands with two million? Or like if Young Dro had two million and retired, you think he'd be cool too? <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know what, what like, <sighs> is there a number as a rapper that you probably have in your head that you go into and say, hey, if I make this shit, I can stop rapping? It's got to be, but you got to have a right plan in place, though. Is. I wonder what that number is for a lot of guys that are never going to be superstars. I think that would be an interesting mm. conversation to have with a rapper. Like, hey, you know you're never going to be Drake or Jay-Z, so what's your number? But are like? they doing that to be Drake or Jay-Z? Not everybody rapping is trying to be Jay. That's a fact. They're just trying to feed. They just want a consistent job, paycheck, and that's something that they And they don't want to clock in every day, nine to five, sitting in the cubicle. So if somebody gave them $2 million to even stop doing that and they love it, would they do it? Nah, nah, they wouldn't. That's why you think Vince won't stop. I don't think so. Because when you love what you do, it's not work. I know that's hella corny and cliche, but it's a fact, though. That's true. So $2 million, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'd rather do what I like. Than that shit But I thought that was A brilliant idea Very clever I seen Charlemagne Was a big fan of that I'm surprised He didn't think of that first (laughs) Cause a lot of people Want him to shut up Yeah I'm surprised He didn't think of that I thought that was dope Um, But now I like Vince Staples man And I'm looking forward To his new project But moving on Um, Alright man Let's go to Yo boy Lizanne Who? Short for Lizanx Um, Little Zan (laughs) However you spell Xanax Lil Zan was uh, on an interview With Revolt He's a bubbling rapper P. 
Peter Rosenberg's boy. Be clear. Be clear. That ain't oh, this my is boy. man? He, he loves Lazan. He was caping for him strong. Interesting. On uh, Hot 97. Uh, Lazan was asked about his opinion on Pac, like I said, on Revolt, and he kind of dismissively shrugged his shoulders and called Pac's music boring. Now, Waka Flocka saw this and was heated. He took to Twitter to say, and I quote, Lazan is banned from hip-hop. Pac helped me get through childhood. Shit hurts to see the youth discredit a man that paved the way for all of us, literally, end quote. Uh, fair or foul, Waka's reaction to Lil Zan's opinion about Pac's music? Uh, man, I like Waka. And one thing that you cannot do is have us on here one week talking about people misunderstand the Takashi 69 kid from New York, but then we getting Lazan up out of here for not liking Pac. And I'm not giving him a, a pass for not liking Pac, but he's of the same generation. So that same weird attention grabbing funny shit that Takashi 69 doing with the gang banging, that's all these dudes are doing with the comments about Pac. And we've gotten to a point where with all the Pac documentaries and the, the, the stuff on A and E and who mm. shot him and who killed him, the lure, the the whole Nostalgia of Tupac has worn off It ain't the same thing as our generation As us as hip hop fans Look at him yeah. we, We're not saying that he was super gangster Yeah we know he went to art school We know these things about him But still while it was going on We didn't have the, the behind the scenes and, and know all of this stuff That took away from his thug gangster image These kids nowadays They have all, like information is right there At their fingertips That's a fact. So they able to pull up and see him like Doing acting lessons with Jada Pickett yeah. in, in, in 1992 or 93, and they able to judge him based off that. And to be honest, I'm not mad at them. Like, we can't force Tupac on a whole nother generation of people, especially when we know some of the stuff was kind of, you know, eh, it was suspect. Like, we know, yeah. we know this, but we respect the music and the era and the, the whole lure of him so much. I, I get that, and I listen. I remember the first time somebody told me that they didn't like Pac. Shout out Jay Hove, and they were he likes Pac. Don't don't ever let that fool you. Um, Jay Hove don't like Pac. One one of my homeboys. Shout out my homeboy Mont, man. One of the realest niggas I know. Shout out Mont, man. That's my guy. When he told me he didn't like Pac music, I was floored. That's a this bottle. was back in the day. That's a bottle nigga for you. Hey, I thought everybody liked Pac music, dog. But then when he but he when he told me he why, got no excuse. No, no, no. He told me he wasn't he wasn't really into it, man. He just it just wasn't his thing. Which I, which I later learned that everything isn't for everybody, and that's okay. I think where the problem lies is the way and the manner in which he said he didn't like his music. Referring to, back to Lil why? why he said he didn't like Pac music first of all. Who Mont? Mont, yeah. Uh, he didn't like the singing. He liked all hard shit, like street shit. Well, to Mont's credit, I used to work with Mont at Kroger. Yep. He wore dickies to Kroger every day, even the real ones. Exactly. <laughs> and Mont put me on Cash Money, too. He's the first person that I ever knew or heard of that was listening to Cash Money. It was like, hey, take, listen to this. See, he was into that shit. Yeah, he was, it was like a BG, an old BG album. So like he it. didn't fuck with the pop music. Mm-hmm. So that, I, said, I don't know okay. if that's an excuse for not fucking with Pac. No, nah, that's fair. Everything ain't for everybody. So when Lil Xan, who's 20, 21 maybe, mm-hmm. says that he, it's, it's the manner in which he said it in the messenger. First of all, your name is Lil Xan, short for Xanax. Off wham, you're losing. Like you look to, to people of our elk, you like a clown. Right. You look like you're trolling. Mm-hmm. So I'm not taking you seriously or your music opinion seriously for that matter because that's your name and you look like this. 
So when he says that and you talk about somebody who changed the world, Pac, his music, his influence, like what what he accomplished in his short time on, on this earth, like he one of our heroes, whether you feel some type of way about the beef that he may or may not have started, like all of that, you can't deny his impact. And his impact is a thousand times greater than the little Zans will ever be. That's why when people like little Zans say this, everybody rolls their eyes like, man, get this motherfucker out of here. Like, you ain't talking about shit. You're banned. I saw T.I. Uh, comment on Instagram about him being banned, saying, okay, then so be it. That's what it is. Who get said him that? out of here. T.I.? T.I. said he banned, so be it. Yeah, I mean, he, see, he saw Walker say he's banned, and T.I. commented and said, okay, so be it. So but no, that's not like you can't do that though. I'm no, but you have you have to show respect though. I also saw a uh, famous Dexter say you got to respect the elder. Famous Dexter. <laughs> that's what he be calling Dexter. I thought it was Dex. It's Dex, but that's short for Dexter. Of course it is, but I didn't know what people called him Dexter. Yeah. So, so he said you got to respect the elder, the hip hop elders, because they came before us. You can't just shrug off Pac and be like he born and dismiss him as if I'm talking about Lazam music. Mm. <laughs> I can do that to Lazam music. Can't do that to pop. You have a point, but you mean too much. You, you have a great point, but at the same time, who is Walker or Ti to come in? And I respect the shit out of them, but who are they to come in and say, "Oh, you're banned for not like they're elder statesmen"? No, they're no. not. What? What? Come on now. Who do you have to be? That we ain't got no commissioner, dude. We don't exactly. That and, and that goes to the bigger point, which I'm going to. If they're gonna step up and do more than this and be like, "Hey, these are the ways and things that you need to do to be successful," and I can help you with this, and I have seen them. If I had seen them doing this, and yeah, they can come say this. But Walker can't come here two or three weeks commenting on stuff and expect us to take it as law. That just ain't gonna happen. I feel them, man. I mean, you may feel it, but it's a lot to a lot of people. Just like what he was saying about Takase Six Nine, like we were talking about a couple weeks ago. If you coming out saying that oh he ain't real gang and he got OGs in his video, and that's the only reason why he popping. The only reason why these do well. The only reason why you're hating on dudes is because of the nostalgia that you have with Tupac. That's still nah, that's his not true. right. It's still his right to be able to say that, just like it's Takase Six Nine right to jump around in them videos and look like a damn fool. It's it's he Luzanne's, can say what he want to. Nobody said it's his right. It's the manner in which he said. So we it. can't ban him from hip hop. It's, it's the manner in which he said it though. That's what. That's why. Like you're not finna come out here and you post Malone and you gonna say ah right. nigga Pac garbage or nigga hip hop. Man, ain't no real, ain't no real rappers in hip hop. Ain't no message in hip nigga. Who? First of all, who are you? <laughs> Second off, you lucky we even let you in this motherfucker. Like that's how people are looking at it. You can't just out, be out here willy nilly shitting on the goats, bro. Like you, that's not. You can't. You right. You absolutely. That's not. That ain't not, cool. But you can have an opinion. Yeah, so. but that's it, there's a thin line though. Right. If but, you if if an artist come up to me tomorrow and be like, hey, check out my music, bro, and I listen to it and I go, uh, it ain't really my thing, bro. It might be like, okay, cool. But if he come up to me with his music and I go, man, nigga, that shit garbage, nigga. That's that's, that's my opinion. Both of them. I mean, both of them may be true. Yeah, nah, it, it's, it's a matter you of what you say. Like, okay. One is disrespectful. One is respectively, bro, it's not for me. So to your point there, you open yourself up for any type of criti- criticism when you approach someone with your art. So Pac and Big, yes, we have been careful in how we judge them because it's of our era. Other generations, all I'm saying is they don't have to be as careful as we are. So he's not going to skip scoat around. I don't like this shit. If he don't like that shit, he's going to say this is trash, just like he would say about someone of his own genre. Now, to us, you're right. They're goats. They're legends. And I get it. It shouldn't be said. But just like we were having a discussion in the group chat today and people were saying that Chris Brown's a better dancer than Michael Jackson and Vince Carter a better dunker than Michael Jordan. 
Now, okay. that, that sounds like blasphemy. But if you really look at it, then there could be some truth to that. The difference in those statements is nobody said Michael Jackson's dancing was boring and he was trash. Right. If somebody were to say that and you <laughs> danced, you would look stupid. That's you can't be a rapper and then completely shit on one of the greatest of all time. Fair that, and then and the person who need to be calling Lazan is his manager. Mm. His manager is well, your boy. What's your boy who? for? They used to rap for Stat Quo. He used to be signing Eminem. He need to be the first motherfucker on the horn, calling Lazan wherever the fuck he is at, and be like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I think we've gotten to the times where it's all about the clicks. So he's calling Lazan right now. He's like, good job, bro. People are talking about you. One quick question before we get off of this. Have you ever heard of Chris Kidd? Nope. Chris Kidd has a song on SoundCloud. Allegedly, he's a popular SoundCloud rapper. It's called Message to Machiavelli. Okay. This was a diss song about Tupac that came out in 2015. Okay. He received death threats. <laughs> As he should have. And people were trying to kill him, he said, after he dropped his song. But he stands by his statements and the things that he said in the message to Machiavelli. So y'all look that song up. Yeah. I didn't listen to it, but I thought that was a very interesting story because I've never heard of Chris Kidd before. But he did this clearly to get some pub, and he's backing back on away from everything that he said about it now because of the death threats and different stuff and he never blew up behind it and he's hot about that one nice try two um not everybody is going against Lil Zando 03 Greedo who he played about two months ago yeah who was an up and coming artist out of Cali who is what who is 30 so he's not a young 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 dude and he said man Pac was a bitch ass nigga but he said this this on it this this will get on my nerves he said this in an interview with Billboard, right? Okay, we know what the people who look like up at Billboard, man. Right. Dog, me, us in the group chat talking to O and him saying that is one thing. Man, bro, I'm not going to these places. Like, I'm not going to Rolling Stone, bro, shitting on one of our goats, bro. That's just me. It's me personally. I'm not throwing one of our people under the bus in front of people that aren't a part of the culture. So that's to me, that's whack. I think that you're speaking when you say our people, you're speaking in a, a, a much broader sense. Than, Culture. Well, no, no. I'm just saying you're speaking in a much broader sense than old three Greedo would think about it when you say our people, because right. you're thinking like I'm a black man. I'm going to go up there and I'm, I'm not going to say this because this is another popular black man. And these white people are up here at Billboard. And it's really more about culture, look not necessarily culture, black, white, whatever. Right. Not really, though. So, wait, what do you mean? It ain't really about the color, though. Oh, well, okay, culture. Right? Gotcha, yeah, culture. for sure. Okay, we can go with culture. Other Greedo is gang culture. Okay. And what he's referencing and saying in this is, like, I don't even think it had nothing to do with the music. It had more so to do with he's dead, Big's dead, other people were killed behind this, and it was all behind some fake rap stuff. So O3 Greedo is looking at it like, Pac is the same person that I'm sitting here looking at from Billboard. Y'all are all of this industry. Y'all are industry people. Me, I'm a gangster. I had my legs shot off. I'm from Grape Street. Got a living legend I, on I, my face. Yeah, I got living. I, I got my shit tatted on my face. I'm a gangster for real. So Pac was just like y'all, fake. And I'm not going to bite my tongue when I come up here and say this. And this is 03 Greedo thinking, in my opinion. Right. Because he li- he bout that life. Like, right. nobody going to challenge him and say Pac was more gangster than he was. Who going to say that? Yeah, not in billboard offices. Man. Right. Not Especially not in billboard offices. Especially when he walk up to you with a, a steel plate in his leg from me getting shot off. Right. So, with that being said, I think it goes to the same thing that we were talking about with your boy. Like, it's all about generation and perspective. 
he's speaking from a gangster perspective. Even at 30 years old, he out there on the West Coast, he hanging with West Coast G, real gangster niggas, like probably they didn't put in work. And they're like, man, that nigga Pac was a bitch. They saying right. that to him because they know the people that died behind the shit that they started out in Vegas. That's that's questionable though, because Pac did some real shit. I hate when people no, no, I hate when people highlight though, one bro, side you, of you're shit. You're talking though. about real shit in the realm of what I spoke of with Billboard and the culture. No, not real shit to him. Real shit to him is riding up on a nigga and shooting his leg off. That's like, real shit to him. I, I I think the Pac situation with the undercover cops was some real shit. I to, personally think that was us, real shit. To us, right? When he shot at the undercover cops? What do you think? That ain't yeah, billboard but, uh, shit. No, nah, but what I'm saying is 03 Greedo looking at it like, why are you even trying to break up a fight between a cop and a civilian? That ain't got nothing to do with you. That ain't no gangster shit. They, Some were, gang- they were undercover, though. Cool. But the thing about it, it, it's cool. Like you're saying, and I ain't shitting on it. I'm yeah, just yeah, giving yeah. his perspective. You're absolutely right. That is some dope, cool shit. But from a nigga that ain't left watch, his perspective is, man, what you even doing over there fucking with them pigs? Like right. why 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 you even like you should have been over here hustling, getting money or whatever it may be that had nothing to do with them. What was you even doing? Like getting locked up behind some shit like that. That's how to me, in my opinion, Greedo looking at the shit. Yeah, I, I get it. I just look, man, I there's people that came before us, dude. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here shitting on KRS one and fucking Rock Kim because because they were before my time. Like I'm just not finna do that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be like I will say not in a, I I'm cool on that. That was before my time. I don't really get with that. If 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 Lil Zan if they would have asked Zan what you think about pop music and he said man that's before my time. I ain't really on that. No bro we wouldn't even be talking like nobody would have said anything. That's true. Bro. That's true. That's one hundred percent true. But, but I think we have to take two and and sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I think we also have to take into effect the different genres and aspects of these people that we're dealing with. So even with Greedo, when he say that about Pac, he's speaking from a gangster's perspective. Right. A nigga might tell you Rick Ross is fake. I don't believe nothing he's talking about, but he's speaking from a hustler's perspective. That's Rick fair. Ross make great music. He do good shit. And there ain't nobody to say that he ain't no real nigga. No one here to say that, but a hustler going to say, man, he ain't talking to real hustling shit. Why are you talking to Billboard about gangster shit? He a gangster. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a gangster. What else he gonna talk about? Rap? Yeah. <laughs> you know you know the slogan. I'm not a rapper. I'm a, you know, yeah, you of know course. How it goes. No one's a rapper. Everybody uh-huh. a scammer or a hustler <laughs> or, <laughs> or a trapper or a shooter or a goon. So you know. Absolutely. Why would I go to Billboard and talk about music? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh moving on. Gucci Mane coming off of major twenty seventeen. Let's go. Uh, dropped this book, the autobiography of Gucci Mane, to rave reviews from what I've gotten. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. Uh, but Paramount Pictures has secured the rights to the Gucci Mane biopic. Uh, no date has been set yet, but the movie will be coming to the silver screen uh, very soon. My question is, is this too soon for a Gucci Mane biopic? Hell no. We ready for this. <laughs> we, knew that was like cool. Like Monique said, Oh, Gucci shit. Man is the most decorated rapper <laughs> that we got to do with if you're talking about a biopic. Ain't nobody been to jail more. Ain't nobody killed more people. Ain't nobody done bounced back, had more beefs than him. The aura, the, the mystique around Gucci Man in the industry itself right. is one thing. Like At least a documentary needs to be had. But if we're going to do the full screen, I could see that because... More so than any other rapper that's still active, he's had a full, uh, what is it, reclaim glory moment, uh, redemption. He's had a full redemption moment. We, we've seen 
Gucci man at the bottom. We've seen him on trial for murder. We know that he killed the dude that came out this chain allegedly behind whatever it was. Right. Get out of jail, bounce back, happily married, mega rap superstar now, and we've seen what he was prior to that. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, listen, he has a story to tell, which is why he came out with the book. Um, I'm not too big on biopics of people who are still alive and active. That's kind of strange. Usually those are told, you know. I need that P, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I need that P too, but P not actively rapping like that. Like, not for real, for real. He out here doing his grown man shit. Gucci still got album dates and release dates and videos and tours and shit. Um, so that looks that looks kind of weird. But I will say this, man. This is clearly coming off the success of the um, NWA, All Eyes on Me. Those are the financial successes that have happened that have opened the door for people like Paramount to say, hey, Gucci Mane's popular right now. He has a story. His book did pretty well. Let's make a movie out of him, and I just don't want it to turn into a cash grab. Mm. Uh, if this is a legit budget and like a really like a dope kind of coming-of-age hood movie, it just happens to be of Roderick Davis, mm-hmm. sign me up for that. But don't try to make it the story of Gucci Mane and had this exaggerated shit and make it like on some straight to DVD looking shit, whack nigga that don't even look like him. Man, like trying to have all the rap cameos and man, no, I, I don't want that, man. You don't Just, want it to be Belly 2000. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to be Belly 2. That's what I don't want it to be. If it's a, if it's a legit hood movie and it just happens to be about a nigga that's a real, I fuck with that. I agree. I, and, and there are two other names that I could, well, three other names that I could see that they could do movies about as to where it's about that time, especially from Southern artists. Right. We had one from NWA, Big, we did East, we did West Coast. Pop, I think that there's yeah. a Southern artist that we need to tap into. And it could be Gucci. I feel like Pusha T could be one. Ain't no way. I feel like that. I feel like. I thought you were going to say Skyface. No. Nah. Damn. I feel like Pusha T, I feel like Pimp C, I feel like mm. Gucci Man, and Boosie. Those oh, are the four God. people. Those are the four people that I clearly have full circle stories that you could tell, and it'd be like a coming of age of what you said, and not too focused on. Oh, let's do this because it's get rich or die trying, right? And do something similar. I think those are four. That stories would be trash. So be dope, tough. If it was get rich or die trying, like, I'm I don't wanna, super good. Like, on so I don't like want to see Gucci Man Burr the movie. Yeah, I don't nah, want to see Burr the movie. Nah. But I like you say coming to age Roderick Davis the movie I like to see that like just like I would like love to see the the, the Pimp C the Boosie or the Pusha T I feel like those are probably four of the most interesting people with stories now or Ti do Atlanta two and make it about Ti yeah, now listen I'm watching the movie especially if it's like a legit budget real director that's got yeah, some shit on his belt give me all of that I'm watching the show. I'm going to the movies and everything but I man it might be too soon man like this. Don't start the biopics. Don't start the biopic run again. Like <laughs> every time we get something with us on the screen, it's a biopic. I'm cool on that. Let's get some original shit popping. Mm-hmm. Y'all need help? Holler at me. Yeah. Um. Last thing before we hit this music break, man. Twenty One Savage. He's turned over a new leaf, man. Did you see him on Ellen? Twenty One. Twenty One. Performing bank account on Ellen on the Ellen show. He also presented a twenty one thousand dollar check um, to his Savage bank account campaign. Um, he said it's, it's his charity. He said it's going to help kids learn to save money, make money, and open bank accounts. Now, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, he said no more ice. I'm investing now. No more jewelry. Um, you think this new image will help or hurt his career? Um, I think this is a good thing for him because you can't stay in savage mode to your late 30s. Like nobody's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like no one's buying into that. So people already 
viewed him as someone who had something more to offer than what you've seen. Like, I, I think that the reception in the industry from the interviews and all of these different things were, okay, this is a smart cat. Like, we've seen him on the Vice interviews. We've seen him on Everyday Struggle. We've seen him on Breakfast Club. And he had a, a decent showing on each of those things. So, I, I think that people wanted to see more and wanted to buy in more. This is the gateway for them to do so. Now he has charities. Now he's dating Amber Rose. Now he's doing these things. And I think it's good for him to show growth. There's only a limited amount a limited amount of resources that you're going to be able to pull in doing what he's doing. Talking about shooting people, doing the 21 Savage shit. Once I open myself up to everything else as far as I show, I got a brain, I got these charities, I got a woman, we got these different things going on. And now people feel like I, they can approach me. They could come to me with business deals and I can make money, but you still remember the person that'll bust your motherfucking head. <laughs> so don't play with me either. Now I ain't got to act extra hard since I got this success. You already know what it is. I think he, it was a good play by him. Listen, not taking anything away from 21 Savage, I think these are the breadcrumbs from 444. Um, I, it was already rumored that his deal was already a really good deal. Like 21 Savage is not on no 360 shit. Like, he got a nice-ass deal negotiated for him. And like you said, on those other projects, I remember watching him on that Vice and going, damn, you know what? He ain't that bad. Okay, I'm, okay. All right, I, I, I get it. He's, he's not what I thought at first. Right. Um, so I, I definitely respect him from that aspect. I think this is a great move. His manager took to Twitter and said um, that no more jewelry. He won't be wearing any. Instead, he will be buying houses, investing in businesses, cryptos, and youth startups. That is amazing because people look up to 21 Savage that are younger than us, obviously. He's got a certain demographic, certain fan base that need to hear about all that shit because they 15, 16, 17, and they finna start hearing about investing in businesses and buying houses. That shit, I wish I would have heard at 15, 16, 17. I wish my favorite rapper would have been talking about that shit. So much, much respect. Kudos to 21 Savage and his management team. Um, for putting that together, that's a win-win situation for everybody. That's super dope. Did you see academics, though, his comments on it? He said he wanted them to keep talking about shooting and killing. He didn't want to hear this nigga rapping about investment. Was he trolling? You think? I don't know. I but think, I, think, I, I kind of think that he knows his – well – No, nah, I don't say that. He knows his position. Okay. And to say – like, he don't have the same luxury that you and I have – because we ain't committed to what he has as far as that fan base. Right. So we can say, hey, this is dope. And people be like, oh, okay, they ain't dumb. So they see the smart stuff behind this. Right, right, right. With Ak, if Ak would have come out and say, hey, man, this is really smart and I want him to do it, people going to be like, who are you? Like, who? Like, how are you approving this? And you talk about the little fuckity fucks every day and you're with Takashi 69. Like, I think that he doesn't want to accept any extra responsibility in spreading this word himself. So he's trying to shit on 21 Savage and be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this because I don't want to do this. Because he's of the same generation, of the same elk. And he feels like, hey, let me try to shut this shit down as quickly as I can with my fan base and my people so they don't expect more out of me. And 80% of his fan base hung on to everything he said and thought he was dead ass serious. Right. That's where the problem lies. And that's why I saw Nipsey Hussle on Tariq's show. And he checked him on there and said, bro, what are you doing, my nigga? Like, nah, that's not, you know, You can't play with shit like that. You, you don't go against the grain and, and go invest in. Man, nigga, that shit's stupid. Not all the work in, that people are putting in, bro. Right. 
Not with all the work that niggas like Nipsey doing, niggas like Puff, Ross. Like, these niggas putting in work trying to buy back the block. And, and you out here with a fan base. Don't get it twisted. That, DJ Academics may be corny to us or whatever. That nigga has a fan base. A large fan base that he's accumulated, dude, and they and they hang on to every word, just like Twenty One Savage fans are hanging on to his words, dude. So you got to be careful when you got that power like it, and when you saying clown shit, but niggas are gonna check you and be like, "Hey man, what the fuck wrong with you, dude?" And then Nipsey said he gonna catch him at Complex Con. Just, yeah, <laughs> and we don't want like Nipsey said, they don't want to hurt him. Just whoop him real good, let him know it's real out here because that's one of the things in which I feel like DJ Academics does not know. Vince, who was it, Vic Mensa? Yeah. He up there, he alluded to it. Nipsey kind of alluding to it, and I'm going to go on and say it on here. DJ Academics ain't the type of person that have been hitting his mouth before. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like, because if you operating under the assumption that maybe what I say can get me hit in the mouth or right. even worse, then you're going to kind of watch yourself. I ain't saying that you're going to censor yourself or be less real or anything like that, but if you know – Somebody might challenge you on what you say and consequences is coming from that. Then you're going to operate a little bit differently. Yeah. He ain't had no consequences yet. He still think people talking and playing with him like he can get up and run away like with Migos or with yeah. Vic Mensa. He can, he can just say if these cameras weren't here, then I would smack you. Like ain't nobody actually smacked him yet. And I ain't asking <laughs> nobody to do it, but I think that he's operating under the premise that, hey, nothing's going to happen to me. So y'all ain't, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to keep spewing this shit out. Nobody's got to care. That's that reckless shit, man. That shit, yeah, people be listening hurt. to that hanging. That's that jerked out reckless shit. That's how Lil B got knocked out on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to throw my boy in there. Tough. Um, new music break, man, real quick. Um, young Money Yawn. Who is it? You picked it. Hey, man. Young Money Yawn. Okay. Relax. Don't act like this ain't banging because it's going to bang. Your boy on here, first of all. Who? Bibby? Yes. Yeah, Lil see Bibby's what? on here. It's a straight crack. We can go straight to that third verse because there's some people out there that need to hear that. Called Baker Man's Project. Let's check it. My friend Lynch, you know why I'm here. Just to run that check up, then I disappear. I heard they telling on me, believe what you hear. The fans will come and get you, even if it's in your rear. A summer run can be your last run. They've been watching since June, and your ass done. Let's talk man to man. It was hand to hand. Why I gotta pay that lawyer to get you out that jam? You won a million times, and I ain't get a gram. I want the blueprint, nigga. Should've stuck to the plan. And I ain't trying to say you, dog. I'm trying to give you game. It was never love lost. We just can't be the same. You know what? That was dope. All right, young boy, yawn. 757 representer. You mean Young Money Yawn? Yeah, Young Money Yawn. That's what I meant. Shit. <laughs> nah, that was a dope ass. That was a cool little song, though. I ain't yeah. going to be, I ain't mad at that. I murdered that. Y'all go check out the whole thing, man. He got a, the tape out for you guys. Yeah, Project Street Gospel, man. Street Gospel 3. It's not bad. Checking in out of Virginia. Push the T people. He didn't let me down. Okay. Um, all right, man. March Madness is popping off, like you alluded to before. Of course, we've been here, we've done this. We the bracket OGs, man. Bracket 2013, 2014 hip hop yeah, brackets. Talk, let's talk our shit. We started this shit, man. All these variations, the R and B brackets, y'all see the, the Kanye brackets. We started this, absolutely, man. So we switching it up this year, since everybody else want to do that shit. Yep. Uh, we're going to do the March Madness bracket, but this time we're going to do it with the dopest labels of twist. all time, all right? Yep. We're taking it back, too. Not just most recent shit. 
We take it back. We got a couple throwback labels in here. We got eight throwback labels and eight current labels. We're gonna do the then and the nows. Uh, now this is the selection show, and there of course are gonna be snubs when you do a uh, <laughs> a bracket like this. That's a fact. We're gonna get the snubs out the way, but first let's do the criteria. What is the criteria for the record label bracket selections? Yes. All right, please let me. So. Know. Of course, you have to be a record label. That's first and foremost. Obviously. All right. <laughs> Next. So, the labels will advance in the bracket based off the starting five albums, mm. which means the top album is released by the label, which means Animal Brown and myself will select five albums from each label in the bracket, and that will be the label starting five. That starting five will compete against the other label starting five, their best albums, and whoever has the best five albums top to bottom will advance. Not just How do that, we though. define best? There you go. Record sales. How many record sales did that album have? What was the impact of the album? And also, points are taken away if you're, for example, a Grand Hustle label and all five of your albums are <laughs> TI albums, right? So you have to have some variety to it. So again, to reiterate, here is the criteria. Five albums. We would prefer they be from five different artists on the label. Yeah. But what's the impact of the album as far as number ones, singles, things of that nature? How many record sales did the album have as well? Yeah, man. So Wake Up, March Madness, Top 5 on 5 with the labels. Yeah, that's dope. We know y'all think that's that shit. Don't yeah, y'all like that. That shit dope. That's hard. It's harder than any variation let's, that you've seen. Let's be honest. That shit hard. Um, now, let's get to the snubs. Let's get the snubs out the way. From the old school side, all right, snubs include, I see So So Deaf. Sorry, Jermaine Dupree. So So Deaf ain't got five solids on there. Ain't enough Bow Wow albums. No, man. The Brat and the Bow Wow, I mean, they can't. The Brat <laughs> and the Bow Wow. The Bow Wow yeah. is funny. Yeah, they're not going to be able to hold the ship up, man. So, honorable mention to So So Deaf. Let me ask you this. We can't count Escape albums. Because the fans want to know, especially the people from Year of Lock on Queens. Okay. Why is Ja Rule and Murder Inc. not in here? Yeah, Murder Inc.'s another snub. Main reason because you just said it. Ja Rule and Murder Inc. Ain't no Cadillac Tar. Ain't no ain't no Vita. <laughs> ain't no Vita. We ain't counting that shit. What's the other nigga name? Black, Black Child. Black Child. Yeah, we not Black Nah, no child. sorry, Lloyd. No Shout out to Lloyd. R and B shit. We can't count that. So no. That's another that's why they didn't make it. It just it was just all Ja Rule, man. We can't do that shit. All right. Who else? Slip and slide. Man, sorry, man. I fuck hard. with Trick Heavy. It could have been three strong Trick Daddy CDs and a trainer. Two, one, two, two strong tricks. Two strong mm-hmm. tricks and one trainer. And That's it. The That's end. <laughs> ain't no three. <laughs> it would have been it. Man, and I no, fuck with no, Trick Heavy. No old Ross album or nothing. Nah, hell, the unreleased the Ross. Unreleased Ross. No. And the William Roberts EP. No. Um. And then last but not least, Ruthless Records. Mm-hmm. With all due respect to Bone. Two Bone albums Easy That first NWA That was 1980 something We ain't going back that far Uh, Alright Sorry they just missed the cut What about Diplomat Records? Diplomat For old school? (laughs) Negative No freaky zekies So we've got eight From the quote unquote Throwback Give me the uh, Give me with the top four And the eight Give me the rankings Uh, No we're not ranking We're just selecting Sorry Alright top four selections In the throwback division Right no four, no no orders though. Mix that shit up. All right, just four. 
Rockefeller Records. Gotta be though. I feel like people knew that was coming. Hove, State Property, Benny Siegel, Bleak. I can go on. Obviously. Uh Kanye West. Um Bad Boy. Come on. Man. I feel like Bad Boy is the Duke of this. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, this is like the Duke University of this whole selection sewing record thing. Shout out to Duke. I see you, Grant Hill. Um Cash Money Records. Taking over for the nine nine two thousand. Back that ass up. Yep. And we're not biased at all here. Okay. No limit records. I see you, boy. Of course, <laughs> P, P made this shit. So those are the first four in. Um. All right, man. School brackets. Next four. Got rap a lot. Gotta do mm. rap a lot. Coming out of Texas, holding it down. Scarface, Ghetto Boys, all that. A-Bar Rough Riders. Okay. Oh, taking Rough it up Riders. top. NY. Okay. Uh, let's take it to the West Coast. Death Row. I mm. gotta be in there. Of course, that's self-explanatory. Y'all stop playing. Then we've got Aftermath slash Shady. Slash. Slash Shady. We've got to combine those two to be fair because basically they're the same thing. They've got a lot of the same shit up under it. Facts. You'll see what we mean when we talk about it. When we talk about the starting five. Absolutely. So those are the eight from the throwback side of the bracket. Okay, to recap, we have cash money. Okay. Bad boy. Take that. Rockefeller. Yep. No Limit. Yep. Rap a lot. Yep. Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. Death Row. And Aftermath slash Shady. Absolutely. Now, let's take it to the more current. Congratulations, you guys are in. <laughs> you made it. Now the more current side. We've got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh with all due respect to Cole. Sorry, Dreamville Records. You you I like what you're building over there. I like that cause project. I like J I D. Of the course, group, I fuck with Cole. Atlanta down here. I can't think of their name. Earth, Earth Gang. Earth Gang, yeah. Shout out to them. Sorry, Dreamville, you made the cut, though. Because it, it, it would have been too early of an exit. They ain't ready for D1 yet. Not they at all. They ain't quite ready for this bracket yet. Nope, nope, nope. Another year. You don't know who else is not ready? QC. Mm, now, they're making really? big dog noise right now. Yeah. But two Migo albums and a little Yachty project is not going to get you in here. You can't throw in the possible with the QC uh, compilation? Early exit What if we had a Quavo That'd have been a Cinderella uh, <laughs> Tough No they, they not there yet Almost They ain't made it They grinding though Alright So tell me this Give me your first Four in For the new school I had one more honorable mention though Alright who you got ASAP Mob uh, They is, doing is big things Is that an honorable mention Yeah it is ASAP Rocky ASAP Ferg ASAP 12 ASAP yeah. fill in the blank ASAP 12 They They working and I, and, and I like what they doing And they got a fan base And a movement But again It's just too soon They Man. they ain't built up The roster like that yeah. to, to drop yet They like the Luther curl Yeah Doesn't Man. really quite. quite Not yet Now For the current shit You got G-Unit Records G-G-G-G-G-G-G. I mean, we know that's not current. We know they're not putting you in. We got to separate this shit somehow, man. Just they work currently, with us. Yeah. Current enough. <laughs> Just work with us. Grant Hustle. Okay. The Grant King. Hustle, good music. All right. Kanye. A couple good music projects. All right. See you, boy. Push And TDE. Ooh. Get top on the phone. Let's get top dog on the phone. All right. For the final four in for this immaculate bracket. Yep. Young Money. <laughs> YMC Just cheat code YMCMB We got cash money On the old one Yeah and young money On the new one So yeah. they got a Heavy chance in winning <laughs> Y'all know the difference Between the two though Let's All not right. Come on 
All right, did you say good music? Yep. You did say good music. I'm going to say Maybach music. I see a Rose. Yeah. Rose with the good hell. Tough. Rose with the new hell. <laughs> the brand new hell. We can talk about that one week, hopefully. Let Rose come out with that shit. I'm copping it so I can get my hair to grow too. God damn it. Also, Rock Nation. If you got the mm. hat, you're in. Okay. You made it to the brunch, you're in. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the old decker, man, that put me at the Rock Nation. We'll get to brunch, that. Don't worry man. about it. Come on, man. Come on. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. Damn. All right. Taylor Gang. Yeah, man. Wiz made it. Wiz is in there. Him and Ty Dollar Sign sung their asses up through there. Yeah, man. They building some shit over there. All right. That's the top eight. Again, no order. Do we want to get an order now, or we're going to wait to the first round next week? We will release the brackets on the On Deck TV, all the social medias, rap okay. chats, and everything within the next couple of days. Okay. So be on the lookout at On Deck TV Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Talk. We will have the full rankings up. Yeah. Brackets and we're gonna put it up on Twitter, right? And let them vote. Absolutely, okay. you'll be able to vote at On Deck TV podcast. Look for that Thursday, Friday this yeah, week, man. Just follow week. us. We'll get, we'll follow the all the pages, and we'll make sure that you're abreast. You're not already following us. What the hell are y'all doing? What y'all listening for? Um, but now this is gonna be super cool. Again, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be in depth. We're gonna talk about albums, talk about artists, tracks, yep. verses, all that good stuff, man. We're gonna bring that to the table over the next month while we fill out this bracket. The criteria is important, man. Don't hit us up with no opinions and you not paying attention to, to the, the criteria. criteria. Please, please. We, we look the main thing or the top five albums, dude. That's right. gonna be the main thing. And we want you guys to participate. We want you in the rap chat. We want you on Facebook. We want you on Twitter responding, on Instagram leaving comments. But please know the criteria. Thank you. Um, all right, let's get to this music break real quick. What we got? Capital F I E N, last letter D. Womp, womp, womp. He's back. Um, he's got a new joint called International Jones Player Shit. Oh, yeah. Player Chit. Oh, Player Chit. I'm sorry. C H I T. Oh, okay. Player Chit. Um, and he's got a new song called Down South Like West Coast. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard this. What oh, is this hitting on? This sound like some smooth gangster shit right here. Okay, I'm interested. Real smooth ride back gangster shit. Let's check out, man, Fiend. Yeah, I'm just a down south player that smoking like the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a down south player that be smoking like the West Coast. All right. Hey. We get into that bag again, 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 and again, again, and again. We doing dabs again and again, 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 and again, and again. Yeah, baby, it's your Jones, Mr. Four Hundred Dollar Cologne. Yeah, things ain't been the same since I wore them gold frames. I've been macking, trying to make a great America. You've been acting. While we cultivated Kelfa, this he'll be first class. What she, yeah, accustomed to. Got my weed in my book bag. I'm a wolf. Don't look at sell tags, girl. You so sexy, you national, yeah. You've been working out, I can tell, yeah. I'm just a down south player that smoking like the West. All right, people, that was Fiend, formerly of No Limit Records, that did make our uh, rap bracket. How you feel about that F I E N last letter D? I think that's banging, man. That's what Fiend gonna do for you. Fiend gonna do that for you every day. Is it banging, though? I mean, if you were going... Okay, you can't go into that looking for the future turn-up music. I didn't wife no thought. Okay. So as long as we ain't going into it looking for the... I didn't wife no thought, then we good. It's some smooth shit. Um, Very slow, mid-tempo. 
the whole tape probably sounds like this if it's going to be like anything like how his last couple of projects have been. Uh, shout out to Fiend. I'm a big fan. I don't know if I can. I don't know where I would listen to that song at, though. That's the only thing. I don't know where I would listen on to this project. On the way at. to the club. Right. Stop. Smoking, getting bullied. Yes, that's not me. Ready for a cool, relaxed, chill night. Uh, you gotta pull up banging in on some real boss shit, man. You gotta put on You got like dog. a 68 Cadillac? Yeah. You gotta shuck it all the way out when you playing that. You gotta put that to the max. I ain't pull no up Cadillac. big dog Frank Lucas fur on, Frank Lucas hat. Okay, I can see that. All that, you know? That's how you do that. That's fair. Shout out to Fiend. Um, all right. Question of the week. Now, we did mention these other brackets that are out here, and let's be honest, some of them are dope as fuck. We give props where props are due. There is a Kanye Madness bracket that we saw floating around on Twitter. And it's basically ranking his songs. It's 64 of his top songs. And they've got it bracket style. Now, we thought it'd be cool to kind of check it out and go see what we thought was some bullshit, see what we thought was accurate. Um, anything on here stood out to you as horseshit or as super duper accurate? I think, well, I didn't really get to digest it in a way as to where I feel like they put the oh this song was in the wrong bracket it should have been in the Chicago instead of the Donda bracket I ain't break it down like that because I think overall it was a great idea and a great concept and I came up with my final four songs did you fill out the bracket and get final four songs not I'm definitely not filling out the 64 song bracket I wanted, it, it took 10 minutes man 10 mm, minutes that's all it took I'm a busy man oh uh, I will say this though he's got I wonder at 11 that's horse shit that's probably my favorite Kanye West song of all time um Niggas in Paris is number is ranked number two on here. I can respect that. Spaceship number five, man. That's probably one of my second. That's probably my second favorite Kanye song. That's bullshit. Um, it's dope how you got the matchups and shit, man. But if I had to go Final Four, I'd go New Slaves out of the Northwest Division. Oh no, can't tell me nothing in there. Damn. All right, I go. Can't tell me nothing out of the Northwest side. Um, then on the Donda side, I would go. And eh, fuck it, I switch it up. I get drive slow. Then I would go mm, black skinheads, man. Fuck it, just so I can represent for their Yeezus. And then finally, I would go. I wonder. So that's my top four. I got Heat Rock. It's a beast ass top Honestly, four. I don't even think you did that right. Shit, I don't even think you looked at it and did it right. I have through the wire from the Northwest Division. <laughs> Uh, from the Donda division, I have Runaway. Really? Man, so, hell no. I had Runaway beat Monster, and I had Runaway beat Drive no. Slow. Nah, hell no. And I had Runaway beating Blame Game. My car is like my movie. My car is like the crib. I you, got more TVs in here than where I live. You done? Can you understand? Because I have I have stuff to say. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, for my Chicago bracket, I have Slow Jams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had Slow Jams beat out Gold Digger and Father Bless My Hands and Stronger. Stretch my hands, but go ahead. Whatever. Uh, and for the Saint bracket, I had Paris. Niggas in Paris. Got to. Tough. Well, uh, I wonders in there, so I, actually you don't got to. So That was a tough bracket, by tough. the way. Between Slow Jams and Niggas in Paris, I'm going Niggas in Paris. Between The Wire and Runaway, I'm going Runaway. And the ultimate Kanye West song, I'm going Runaway. I'm going I Wonder as my winner. I'm not even going to break my final four down. Give me Runaway. And I wonder, do you know? Salute to all the assholes out there, the douchebags. What it means. We shaking it. That's just so. I'm going to listen to Yay all weekend. 
That's a good bracket. That's a good idea. Hey, let me get a question for you on that. Go ahead. What other artists would have a respectable bracket with 64 songs right there? How many we got? Four, five, maybe? Drake. Oh, God. You can just do an album. Do we, do we do Drake and all the other people that wrote those songs too, or just Drake? Also, Kanye wrote all that? You want to do that? I'm asking for Drake. Do you want to do that? No, I just want to know for Drake's, do we do Drake and Friends? You picked the wrong Drake. person to bring up songwriting shit, because so Kanye Drake, damn sure didn't Drake write Drake can that. have one. Kanye can have one. Jay. Oh, uh, Clearly. Jeezy could do it off mixtapes. Fuck out. <laughs> Jeezy could do this off mixtapes. No, he couldn't. Jeezy could do this off. Nah, mixtapes. he couldn't. He could. No. Uh, who else we got? That's it. It's slow, man. That's it. That's sixty-four songs. Sixty-four bangers is a lot of songs. Lil Wayne could do this. Lil Wayne could do this. I don't even know why you think it. You have to whole. include features. Yeah, that's why. Okay. I'm, well, Lil yeah. Wayne could do one of these with just features. <laughs> Stop, bro. He had hundred and thirty features in one Stop. year. He had sixty songs on here. He had seventy features in one year. Stop. That's how legends grow. A nigga just add to the was, number every year. It every year was more than seventy. It was seventy. There was an article on there. Vibe. It, it was over hundred. It was vibe seventy seven. I can look it up right now. It's over hundred. I'm putting my money on seventy seven. <laughs> Let's bet. No. Now y'all let us know in the rap chat. Y'all go to the rap chat and let us know how many features Wayne had that year in that vibe article. I'm betting over hundred. Can we get to the song, the new records coming out this week? Feel free. Um, we got that Prime. That's Royce the Five Nine and DJ Premier. Mm. It's coming out Friday the sixteenth. We got Rich Homie Quan's debut album. What debut album? Tough. I'm confused. Why? This is the first album that he's came out with. He been out for seven years. This is his first album, man. So is Nipsey. That was his debut album. What's your point? Uh, he ain't Nipsey though. Don't do don't 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 mention date rich homie Quan with Nipsey. I'm just mentioning somebody else who's dropped their first album after seven years <laughs> we of know being why out. Nip, we know why Nipsey took seven years. I don't have no idea why this dude did. Um XXX Tentacion comes yo, out Friday. Yo boy. He's got an album called Question Mark. <laughs> he should be the question mark. <laughs> I'm 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 you, you're anticipating it. No, no, no I'm going to tailor it, my expectations because I don't know what it's going to sound like. You waiting on this? If it sounds like the last one, yes, I am. Yeah. Um, O three Greedo is out. Wolf on Grape Street. I listened to that today. It didn't do nothing for me. It sounded like he was trolling on some of them songs though. It, it, I don't know what he got going on, but that definitely sounds like the lane that he's taking. I'm it's not just, like he's trolling. Like yeah, he's just I'm fucking just around. Troll shit and, and fuck around and throw this shit out and, and see what y'all say. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get with it. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Um, Logic, Bobby Tarantino, two came out last week as well. That's banging. Don't do that. Uh, YFN, Lucci, Ray Ray from Summerhill Ray came Ray from, out. Ray Ray from Summerhill. I actually liked it. I didn't think I was gonna like it because I thought the EP was just was some look cool. But this nigga album, I was riding to that shit. He got some bangers on there. Rollo from the Bluff made a put made a post and said that YFN was his little nigga. Okay From Somerville Summerhill Summerhill Yeah <laughs> Rollo 23 years old How old is Lucha? 30 Really? 29 I ain't trying to sum him then <laughs> no, no No I ain't trying to sum him I think Rollo out here lying about his age Oh I think Rollo saying the, the little Wayne thing going on Cause Rollo saying he's 23 is hilarious That's, that's rough like it's a, I have a hard time believing Rollo 23 That's funny as And funny. I ain't hating on Rollo or nothing but yeah. I don't know about that um, Also On The Run 2 We called it The joint tour Beyonce Jay-Z That's been rumored For a couple of weeks It's finally official Those tickets go on sale Wednesday Which day are you going to? I'm not 
I think I'm gonna fuck with this one. I'm cool off this. I haven't seen Jay since Hard Knock Life tour, which was eons ago. So I think a, I'm gonna fuck with it. I'm not a big Beyonce fan though. So I, I mean, heard she puts a good show on though. That's cool. I just wouldn't know what was going on. Nah. So I, I, I like be there on my phone. So I'm cool. I, I would. I'm interested to see. They said she put on a good show. I'm you here for see a good her dance? show. What are you interested in seeing? A good show. Whatever that entails. What I don't know. <laughs> she go dance around. Presentation. Yeah, okay. Coordination. I, I'm, really, I'm not that much into choreography and stuff like that. So I'm going to sit this one out. So you're just going to go to a play instead. Tough. I would much rather see a great play than Beyonce and Jay-Z on the run. I think they're going to come out with a joint project before. You banking I, on that. I think so, though. I don't think so. You, they're going to tour off the what, the shit they just toured off on? He just did a 440 did the tour, tour. tour. Of course. They did, mean, this is on the run, really? too. They just did on the run one. Oh. I mean, what the date's looking like? When it start? June. I ain't going to put no album out for June. Man, look who we talking about. It might be what? out. It might be one out right now. <laughs> as we're talking. <laughs> we might wake got, up tomorrow to a new Jay-Z I and Beyonce, see. dude. I, I think Jay's scared of them, to be honest. I think that he's the, the, the R. Kelly thing, like, Scorned him so much That he like nah Not even with my wife Nah cause it, it's slick work though That it first is. R. Kelly and Jay Is actually straight It is And the second one actually sold The second one is actually trash it's though It's trash but it sold That's the one they tore it off of The second one Tough. So I think it, I think it'll be quality work I just need about 12 of them things on them Cool off it You say that now Everybody remember this time On this episode And he said I'm cool on that And then he's quoting Jay and Beyonce lyrics And talking about She ripping every song When that shit come out On Friday I'm cool off it Um On Decker of the Week man You teased it earlier Who you got Shout out to the homie Shelp Rock Shelp Rock Out there trucking it In these streets man Yeah man At S-L-P-R-C-K On Twitter uh, he put up two fucking hilarious pictures. He had me in that Rock Nation brunch. Let's go, Shelp. I see you. I appreciate that. Had you in the Rock Nation brunch, uh, looking out of place. <laughs> had me. Was hot at me on that picture. <laughs> I was mugging the shit Hove out of you. Was hot at me on that picture. Had me next to Puff back in the day. <laughs> Iced up, looking like I fit in. Looking like Craig Mack. Hey man, I appreciate that man. That shit was hilarious. It was funny, show. Got a good laugh out of that. We appreciate that, fam. We appreciate you listening and all the feedback that you've given us over uh, the weeks that you've listened. So, congratulations on being on Deck of the Week. As you guys know, on Deck of the Week stems from participation yep. throughout all the platforms on social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just interact with us, man. We'll have you named for on Deck of the Week. There it is, man. What you got on Deck for the weekend? Uh, I don't know. I might find a good play to go oh to. Oh my god! Real good play to find this weekend, or a comedy show. It's a dude. I ain't been to a good. Well, wow, no, I went New Year's Eve. It's a mind. dude that's supposed to be funny that's coming down here to Uptown this weekend. So I check. <laughs> he's out. supposed to be supposed to be funny. Somebody sent me allegedly. This clip. Allegedly, he's funny. <laughs> I give you his name and shit next week if he is. If not, forget I said this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm chilling this weekend. Um, what am I doing? I guess I'll catch up on Netflix, man. I know how I get down. I need a good new show to watch, man. I tried that uh, Flint Town. Somebody told me it was like The Wire. Yeah. Sold me a fucking wolf ticket. Mm. Hot about that. Nobody want to watch no reality shit. I heard that so, Flint Town was good, too. I mean, it's good, but when somebody says, hey, it's like The Wire. Yeah, I sold you a, bell, a bad bag right there, buddy. I, was, I started to pull back up. <laughs> Man, I'm chilling like a villain, though. Uh, be on the lookout for the mashup. It's going to be hitting the, the feed any day now. All my uh, Nostradamus predictions that come true on now. Oh, uh, 
Um, I'm gearing up, man. Shout out to um, football. My team doing big things. Draft coming up. Shout out to this Beyonce and Jay-Z tour. I'm fucking with it. Just trying to figure out which location I'm going to go to. And we're out. Shout out to my Pistons, too, man. I'll be, I'm pull up to one of their games in a second here, too. It's a hell of a month, nigga. It's March. It's March Madness, motherfucker. It's Animal Brown Birthday Month. Kicking it all month. God damn it. How you turn? 41? <laughs> 28. I've been 28 for years now. Your hairline says otherwise. And I still look it. Your hairline definitely says otherwise. Not when I get that Ross hair. That Ross hair is funny. Let's get it, man. We out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.